Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before you start, <laughs> how many times do you think you've seen this movie? Uh, Not e- enough. Easily like over 20 times. And I, in fact, I know my wife, even though she is, quote, working, she works from home. This is like her favorite movie. And I don't remember what network they played on repeat today. Uh, AMC, I think. Is it AMC? Actually, yeah, I should yeah. have looked on the TV. And there was one year, I think it was during COVID, that they didn't do it. And she was like just freaked out. So shout, yeah, out, shout, like, out, to, shout out to my wife. I know she's probably already like dialed and watching it. How could it get any worse in 2020? Let's not. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah. Let's not play Groundhog Day on repeat. So we'll have Christmas uh, lights in July, but we're not going to play it, Groundhog this, Day. This this is a top three Bill Murray movie, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, just oh, making yeah. sure it might be number one. Hey, the weather is nice outside, but campers, as you rise and shine, don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. Cold, 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 cold out every day. Hey, Phil. <laughs> Phil. Hey, Bing. Phil Connors. <laughs> Ned. <laughs> Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. Need a nose, Ned? <laughs> Bing again. You are as sharp as a thumbtack, my friend. Um, but uh, as the meteorologists out there are very excited, um, for some this is very pitiful because a thousand people in Pennsylvania are freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. Yep. Who told you that we're going to have an early spring? <laughs> What a hype! Yeah, what is that? Do we do we know what the uh, what the the temperature right now in in Punxsutawney is? Right, yeah, Siri. Hey, so it's like ten. So the line about they used to pull the hog out and they used to eat it. <laughs> yeah, eat it. The hell! <laughs> I don't know if I want to partake in that tradition. You know, I always tried to remember. As he say, I had groundhog for lunch. It not, tastes a lot like chicken. Not driving angry. Yeah, it's good advice. <laughs> I'm a god. <laughs> I, I still, the, the, the two drunk guys too, and they, and some flapjacks like, uh, we could go on. That movie's just, it's, it's an all timer. Never gets old. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what today is? Whose birthday? Other than, no. Uh, You're supposed to say, no, what? <laughs> no, what? Today is tomorrow. It happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Jimmy. Hey, <laughs> no complaints here. That's oh, the point. Hey, it's beautiful. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> After last night's big Nebraska ball win over 6th rank Wisconsin, just reminding people that happened, the Husker women will close out its baby homestand where they host Rutgers tomorrow afternoon at 2. They're 14-7 and seven overall, 6-4 and four in the Big Ten. Creighton hosts Butler tonight downtown. 8 o'clock Friday game on a 50, almost 60 degree evening. It'll be fun. We'll get your evening started sober with shoot-around at 6. Pre-game at 7.30. Game is sold out. Have fun. Omaha men's basketball has fun as they add to the joy last night with a thrilling 69, nice 65 victory over St. Thomas at Baxter Arena. This is the program's first ever victory over St. Thomas, as well as the first this year against a team that has received mid-major top 25 votes. They're back to 500 overall, 12 and 12, 5 and 4 in the Summit. Anybody's league right now, giving the team its most conference win since the 1920 season. 2019-20, not 1920s, not one of those stats. Frankie Fiddler leads the Mavs again, shooting 7 for 10. Going 10 for 13 on free throws, 24 points, 8 rebounds. Markel Sutton added 8 rebounds of his own. J.J. White scores 17, and Nick Davis 14. They'll enjoy it for a week before they hit the road for a trip to the frozen tundra of North Dakota beginning next Thursday. 
in Grand Forks. The Omaha women lose a close one at St. Thomas, 88-83 to fall to 5-17 overall, 1-8 in the Summit. And Omaha hockey with an important series with Minnesota Duluth beginning tonight at 7:37. Trailed Duluth by five points. If you could get the six-point weekend, Western's yeah. got Denver this weekend with only uh, they're at 22, so you'd be just behind Western. This is a this is a huge weekend for them if yeah. they're going to move up. Uh, Duluth 26th in the pairwise. Yep. And Omaha's 19th. Mm-hmm. So you can't afford to drop right. the game. Yeah. That's uh, a CBS Sports Network tonight. Yes, it is. Save, uh, 7.30 starts. So uh, if you're planning on going, know that it's a half hour later. At the uh, uh, Aloft uh, Hotel across the street from my house. That's where right. Dave Starman, I saw him yesterday. Yeah? Did you guys yeah. talk some puck? Uh, no, I just I was in that little shopping center. Okay. Starman's a dude, man. Remember him. Professional basketball, it's not a feel-good Friday in Philly. Joel Embiid suffers a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee when the Warriors' Jonathan Kaminga fell on his leg in Tuesday night's game. He'll be out through the rest of this weekend while treatment options for the injury continue to be explored. According to Woj, there's still uncertainty over how Embiid and the 76ers will move forward with a treatment plan for the injury, and options will be discussed over the next several days. Have fun. Uh Jim Harbaugh was noncommittal yesterday about retaining the Chargers coaches while setting championship expectations for an organization that's never even been to a Super Bowl. Well, actually, they have, but in, you know, kind of. They were blown out by the 49ers. Anyway, he says uh, it needs to be multiple, multiple championships at his first news conference yesterday. But then he goes, we're going to be humble, humble and hungry. But that's our goal. Our goal is to treat people in a first-class manner and to win multiple championships. There's a lot in there. He said that, speaking of hungry, he said in his first meetings with Chargers owner Dean Spanos that he was starving to win. Man, somebody needs to eat something. The NFL's rate of non-contact low-extremity injuries was nearly the same on synthetic and natural turf in 2023. Second time in three years, those tread lines have essentially intersected. The data collected via a joint NFL-NFL Players Association committee helps inform the ongoing debate over the safety of playing surface at the NFL's 30 stadiums. And to everyone, I would say, look up the vet. Suddenly everything looks good. (laughs) Finally, the Washington Commanders are, or no, this is not finally, but it is for me. The Washington Commanders are hiring Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn to be their next coach. Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald will be taking it to the streets of Seattle, where he will be the new coach of the Seahawks. And the Rams have promoted pass rush coordinator and linebackers coach Chris Shula to defensive coordinator. He's the grandson of the late, great Don Shula. So the coaching cycle is done. It is done. No Bill Belichick, no Mike Vrabel. I think it's more about the guys that did not get the job. Yes. Defensive coaches ruled in 2024. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens with Eric Bieniemy? Yes. He is not retained by Dan Quinn. Does he come back to Kansas City? Did Bieniemy even interview for a job that was not Washington? It did not appear to. I don't think uh, so. Nothing that was at least reported. And so, come home, EB. So come you were home. you were gone on Friday. Vers got me. It was extremely excited about the potential of this. Hasn't happened, and I don't think it's going to happen this year, but. Once the coaching carousel had all kind of the smoke kind of cleared, and it, and it did, so I guess technically diverses a theory. This could still potentially happen. I don't think it will. Mike Vrabel, they just said, you know what, Vrabel still he's still out there, huh? If you're the Chicago Bears, oh yeah, he got you excited. Oh yeah, he did. He, he, like oh, Vrabel's still out there. Didn't think he'd still be out there. Didn't think he'd be available. You know what? He's better than Eberflus. Sorry, I know Flus. Mm-hmm. We put a lot of the confidence in you, but uh, hey, we this have is the business where we got a guy that's we think is better. But what I would hope is if the fluce doesn't get loose next year, wow, uh, go ahead and get Vrabel. Yeah, because I, I don't. I mean, Vrabel is. I think he very sold it. I mean, that, that you don't even need a selling. 
like Vrabel in the Chicago Bears organization, I think would be a very, very solid hire. Yeah, 25 hiring cycle has already begun. I wonder how the Jets fans <laughs> are feeling after that expose on The Athletic, yeah. Robert Sala. And you're thinking, well, Belichick still doesn't have a job, and I got Robert Sala as yeah. my head coach. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy that. Think about Vrabel in New York, too. Uh, wait, uh, Belichick and the Jets, that happened uh, once already. Hey, I'm a what big a fan. So I like the hire with Mike McDonald in Seattle. I think he's won me over even more because I like this look. Andrew Whitworth on the Thursday night games on Amazon has oh, this yeah. look. Yeah. So the hoodie with the blazer. Mm-hmm. I like it. I would sweat. I, I've, I've liked it man, for a while now. I'm... I'm all in on that look, and that's McDonald did his presser yesterday mm-hmm. wearing a hoodie, and then he had the blazer over the top of yep. it. Hip. Seen more Seattle. people. Do, more people are doing yeah. that now too. It's a good look. I don't know is if that, uh, I is can that pull biz, it off. Business casual. Yeah, I mean, especially I so. Well, and then that way you can think about it. If if you're in a cold climate, you could sort of ditch the coat because you already got the insulation of the hoodie on. Then, but yet you're you're looking good with the sports coat too. Yeah, I mean, it it checks a lot of boxes, and it, it looks good. Uh, a little bit later, Mike Schaefer will join us. We'll talk some uh, Cruton, because uh, I don't believe uh, Mr. Wilhite will be coming to Nebraska, more like UCLA. Alex Mansky will not be coming to Nebraska, yeah. the quarterback from Algona, Iowa. Iowa State has put all of their recruiting efforts into him, and they keep him in state. They beat out Texas A&M, Nebraska, among others. Uh, and, and I think you knew that was coming when Nebraska's entire offensive staff was in St. Louis when Dylan Duff, mm-hmm. who's in the class of 25, was offered. I think I just saw across my timeline, Nebraska just offered a 25 quarterback in California. Uh, but that becomes a priority for the uh, next couple of months is to get your quarterback for the class of 25, but it will not be Alex Mansky. That's a huge pickup for Matt Campbell. Yeah. I know he's only a three-star, but ne- Nebraska coaches were looking at his film and recruiting him said, that guy will be in the NFL. I mean, Brock Purdy's in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy is, I mean... Iowa State quarterback, you Sage Rosenfels. Yes, um, Todd Omaha, Do- Omaha resident Sage yeah. Rosenfels. Uh, kind of quarterback, Todd Doxson. Yeah, played in the NFL. Yeah, hmm? superior athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so Schaefer joins us a little bit later. Steve Sippel uh, stops by. We had to reschedule him from uh, yesterday. We'll get his thoughts on the Doink Cam that'll be used by CBS in the Super Bowl a week from Sunday. I'm just now hoping for a Jake Moody miss field goal. Oh. Go off the upright. Dunk. And the camera is right there to catch it. Well, sure as hell won't be Harrison Butker. Mm-hmm. Hey, I never take him for granted. No. He is a secret weapon. Yeah. People forget he's the guy that kicked the field goal to win the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Even though he was a chip shot, but still. He still he had to still make had it. To make no, it. no, no, no. Try telling that to Bass. <laughs> That's Try true. telling that to Scott uh, Norwood. That is true. Try there telling that to Rick Carlos. Hey, there is nothing, there's nothing chip shot about a field goal Regardless of what Connor Happer tells you. Good morning, Tony Romo. You're you're talking to the guy who had to live the double doink, okay? Yeah. I still got Cody Parking nightmares. You had Kevin Butler once, though. We did have the button. And Robbie Gold. We had Kevin Butler and Robbie Gold. So it wasn't all bad. And now we have Kyra Santos, who's actually really good. Former former Chief's great. Former Chief. Uh, All right. Uh, Also, uh, Matt Verzal will uh, stop by. When we come back, more on last night's game in uh, Lincoln. Don't forget tonight, Creighton and Butler here on The Zone. Uh, Tip-off is 8 o'clock. What time are you on the air, Jimmy? Uh, 6. Okay. What do you got on the pregame show there? I have no clue yet. I just know I'll be doing it here tonight. That's probably not a good thing. Well, we got 12 hours. (laughs) We got 11 hours. (laughs) It'll come later. It'll all come uh, Coach Collier on? Uh, Not that I know of as of now. Aren't you the host and producer of the show? I am. He's in town. Yeah. He was here last night? Well, he wasn't here. He was in Lincoln. Well, his uh, co-host. So, you know, I, I mean, okay, so... And something about 
former Nebraska basketball coaches. Uh, we love Danny Nee. Barry Collier, there's mixed. Um, yeah. I saw him beat Kansas once hey, by a lot. I, I, I said this. Uh, a victory over Texas, Coach, too. Coach Collier has always been good to me. I still stay in touch with him. Mm. Um, I guess we could have him on the air. I could text him. Uh, but his kids graduated from Nebraska. Okay, yeah, I thought I heard that. Or yeah, knew so, that. Yeah. so even when he went back to Butler, yeah. his kids went to Nebraska. Yeah. So he's always had a fondness for Nebraska. So, you know, usually when Butler plays Creighton, he'll come in and he'll sit behind the Butler bench mm-hmm. just because he likes Omaha and he likes Nebraska. And so he was there last night. So Would that be a there's him. You know what? You know what the reaction is to Doc Sadler? Yeah. People love Doc. People, <laughs> even though it didn't work out on the floor, I think the Miles Q rating is still very high. I agree. And then, and then he sends out the classy tweet last night yeah. after the game. Some about Nebraska basketball, we still embrace the former coaches. This Football. Is, this is the get difference. The, get the heck out and do not return my phone call. And, and that okay, that example you just threw out there, it, it encapsulate the difference between Nebraska basketball and the expectations of what fans want to see compared to Nebraska football. This just give us something when it comes to basketball. Give us something that we can get, even if it's a Saturday at the Devaney Center that was a upset victory over a top twenty-five team. Give us something, something that we can we can actually be happy about. And as long as you did it in like a non-Richard manner, we're cool with you. Like you, you, you tried, you tried your best, didn't work out. I mean, yeah, Tim Miles actually gave us an NCAA tournament. But yeah, like, unless you really come across as just an absolute a-hole, Nebraska basketball fans will appreciate that you tried. In football, hell no. Do you think that Fred Hoiberg is more popular with Iowa State fans than he is with Nebraska fans? So I like saw cur- a lot like of currently guys that I follow on uh, Twitter uh, that are in the Iowa media, the Des Moines area, uh, that maybe cover Iowa State. Mm-hmm. They all had congratulatory texts, yeah. or not texts, but uh, tweets about Fred Hoiberg. So I mean, look what he did at Iowa State, right. and as a player and as a coach, I wonder if he's more popular in the Iowa State fan base than he is in the Nebraska fan base. Because in year five, if he hasn't changed your opinion, yeah. I, that's, I, I, that's I, got, great, I got nothing for you. It's a great question because I, I think there's always, I think Iowa State fans always have that appreciation for not only Fred, the coach, but obviously the player too. Yeah, he won, and, won, so, won and put banners in the building. Yeah. His numbers retired there. I, I don't think there's ever going to be like any like disdain for Fred Hoiberg. I think finally, uh, Iowa State is pretty happy with where they are with the leadership of their basketball program. But, you know, post-Fred, I don't think that was necessarily the case. So I, I think I think Iowa State is is happy with everything going on in their world, but also always appreciative of, of Fred Hoiberg. Now, it's also interesting, too, and this is this goes back to when Fred was with the Chicago Bulls and knowing that he was in an organization that promised him so much as far as how they were going to support him and that product on the floor, and they didn't really do that. Guard Foreman. Um, John Paxson. But I was listening. This was uh, – after Nebraska beat Purdue. And there was some Chicago Bears stuff going on that I wanted to tap into ESPN 1000. And they spent an entire segment on not only congratulating Fred, and a lot of them were watching that game, but we're talking, they were giving glowing reviews of Nebraska basketball, but also Fred Hoiberg. And it just goes to tell you, like even when he, especially in a very rabid sports market like Chicago, when you come up short of the expectations that were thrown in front of you when you first took that job. 
how well-respected he is in all basketball circles. Regardless of the success he may or may not have had at those stops, people are are always going to hold him in high regard because I think it's the way he treats people and his overall presence. I just thought that was interesting in Chicago where it'd be – you know, very similar to you know how we'd be with Nebraska football. You'd just be extremely ready to dismiss him and talk about how he was a failure because they did not accomplish what they were supposed to accomplish. Yet, I, I got the vibe listening to those guys. They they were so appreciative of and thought it was really cool that Nebraska was able to pull that off against Purdue when it happened, and that you know Fred Hoiberg is coaching. They're like, yeah, keep your eye on the Huskers, yeah. man. And Fred, we know we know Fred. Fred knows basketball. Yeah. Fred knows basketball. We know that. So. Yeah, I, Iowa State fans love Fred. I mean, why why wouldn't you? I mean. He he wanted to go chase the dream of the NBA, so he left Iowa State. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it's you know a D pick on the stream says prior to the season, average Nebraska fan was ready to move on from Fred. I even think during parts of this year, even in a after Minnesota year, oh, even after Creighton, yeah, Creighton, but like that, that was, was that a, was not a good week for for Fred and for Nebraska. But yeah, we we saw we saw all the the tweets and the emails. Yeah. Adam uh, tweets in, uh, and and we've discussed this because. Fred took hold of the program. Like, he let other people have too much of a say in his program, whether it be a player or an assistant coach. And so Fred finally said no, and, and a little sense of urgency, and your seat's a little hot. No, this is my program. So I'm, I'm vibing here with Adam. He said, I actually view this as year two for Fred. You have to wipe the first three years from memory. It's year two for Fred, and progress is being made. Still in the hunt for an NCAA berth. The majority of the team is back next year, training in the right direction in year two. Absolutely. The, the part the key part in that tweet is it's not like this is a one-off and guys are going to be out the door and it's a it's an older team with four four-year seniors five-year seniors mm-hmm. so they have you know a couple of years with this core together so that's why it's so important that they're 16 and six right now and they're knocking yeah. on the door of being in the NCAA tournament on the second of February but, yeah, but you had the, you had the COVID year which was very odd and he I missed just, the entire month of January I, I just think Fred took Fred finally took control of his program. And last night he took control of that game at halftime. And he probably peeled paint in the locker room in a Fred Hoiberg manner, which is a little bit, people are like, ah, you know, Fred, because of his heart, he doesn't. No, man, I, I know people that have worked with him. And they said when Fred has to get after it, Fred will get after it. And he doesn't do it all the time. So when he goes oh, there, you go, yep. whoa, hey, yep. coach is mad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's not like when yeah. Bo Pelini's going off on you. You're like, well, we get that intensity from Bo every day. Yeah, it's like, you know, your parents cussed at you all the time. And yeah. then when they stop cussing at you, you go, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah, because it's they stopped caring. Yeah. I, heard like, your uh, mom, oh. I heard your mom and dad were just filthy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, you know what, uh, Paul? Nick, get yourself back to the bedroom. You're grounded. Uh, Paul Paul had his his moment uh, where he would come home from work. He'd be angry, Paul. I mean, he had he had four hooligan boys and my mom was always the voice of reason but uh yeah, there, there was there was a good give and take there yeah how'd you know that well <laughs> i read it on the blog <laughs> saw it on your facebook yeah. sometimes i just like to reflect on All right. your myspace sips <laughs> right. coming up in an hour uh we got lots to discuss about last night also uh uh we'll dive into the recruitment of will Hite with the chip kelly news that is out there but now the next thing to watch for nebraska football as we flip the calendar into uh, February. We'll do that as we roll till 10. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.